Robin, we are back. Um, back, 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 back to the future because uh, it's been ages. It has been a while. I think it's been a couple of months since we've recorded one of these. So for anyone who listens, I know there's quite a few who listen and subscribe. We've got to apologise for the fact that um, it's taken us a while to come back, but um, we have been exceptionally busy. So we've got quite a few things to get through with this one to catch up with you guys. Um, so yeah, we have been busy, busy boys. Massively busy. Some of it we can't tell you about yet, mm. but we're going to tease you. Really tease you. There's been, there's been two really huge projects that have been in the pipeline. One's been in the pipeline for 18 months. The other one's been in the pipeline, sorry, this year. Uh, that one's finished, which we are going to tell you about today. Um, and then the others, uh, well, probably, I'd like to think before Christmas. I'd like to think before Christmas. Well, we've got a massive, massive announcement that we could be making hopefully next week. And I think that possibly we could be make, bringing out another podcast next week and there might be three of us on that podcast with a huge announcement that will have a major impact on the industry and a major impact on Mitchell and Ogilvy. No, we're not retiring. We're not heading was. to Barbados. No, we're not buying over Dundee United. It's something even bigger than that. And hopefully those that tune in next week will it'll either be next week or the week after that we can make this announcement massive for the industry. Yeah, so for our subscribers and our listeners, tune in next week. It's one of the commercials, like one of the soap operas, isn't it? Cliffhanger. Yes, yeah. send them on the cliffhanger. So one of the things we did do, though, however, was uh, a few weeks ago, well, say a few weeks ago, it's almost probably more than a month ago now, is uh, occasionally me and Robin do have to come together for jobs. So we had a job up in Scotland uh, that we were doing together, and we could slightly mess around with the flights on the way back for me, and we did. And we decided to go to uh, Dryden Aqua. We did indeed, down in the outside of Edinburgh. Near Bonnie Rig. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very, very positive, very enlightening visit, wasn't it? Definitely. For those of you who have not heard of Dryden Aqua, so Dryden Aqua are a pool company and they have various products which they use, which are uh, exclusive to them because they're their own products. So, um, just to give you a bit of an insight, and I'm probably doing them a disservice here, to be honest, is they do, for example, the Daisy system. They uh, make a filter media called AFM, which we'll tell you a little bit more about in a second. They've got a few chemicals which they specialize in, which are unique to them, which are uh, dryox being one of them. Um, a chemical called ACO, which is an inhibitor against sunlight. It's a variation on cyanuric acid, but that's doing it a disservice because it's not cyanuric acid. No, no it's a stabilizer though. Yes, yeah. it is a stabilizer. And they've also got another pro main product they sell called APF. And APF is um, a variation on a flocculant or coagulant, whichever you want to call it. And we also got to see something called a ZPM, which I wasn't expecting to see the ZPM, which um, is um, an agitation system to sort of activate the coagulant better uh, inside the pipe, which is quite an interesting one. But the main thing we really wanted to see was to go through the glass factory that makes AFM. Mm, that, yeah. was the, that was the main thing. Now, 
guys, if um, let's, I'm going to use Robin as our example here. So Robin's weekend, let's just say there's a few bottles you'll get through. Just to, be. Just, to, be. just to cut with life. I mean, you you got to sympathise with the man. He's got three kids. Of um, of the bottles of the dark coloured variety. Yes. Green yes. coloured or or, and this is where it's very very crucial, isn't it, for for dried mm. aqua, because the colour of the bottle is huge, and uh, we don't want that brown stuff, that Newcastle brown ale, no good, is it? You know, so we need uh, we need the green stuff. The green yeah. bottles uh, and how they suck through it is just unbelievable. So, so basically, we were at the factory, which is is, is an astounding uh, sort of setup. Mm -hmm. It was literally the council lorries were pulling up, and the council lorries were pulling up and dumping into the yard the glass, you know. And I've got to say, um, shame on people who's who's putting the recycling glass in because it's not very well organised. There is all sorts of rubbish in it, mm -hmm. um, which does create a, a slight problem but the dryden factory deals with the problem very very well uh, but there's a lot of contamination that comes in the glass and some things we were pretty shocked at that they told us which comes through the glass <laughs> yeah 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 we can actually see it ourselves some of the, uh, some of the stuff that was in there it's just... yeah it's, it's not exactly glass <laughs> and, no. and also um i would say it um yeah if they could trace you back you'd be embarrassed <laughs> i know i mean it's See, the thing is, see if we were to go to like somewhere like France or something, the, the bottles, the glass that would be coming out would be Perrier water mm. and it would be apple ties. But no, it was, it was uh, the bottles of Bucky were, were clear to see, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah but oh, there, there we go. There's Midlothian's average weekend. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was brilliant seeing it all getting dumped here. I mean, there's a... Yeah, there's another positive. It's recycling, isn't it? Yeah, no, very recycling. And not just that, can I just add in, the, the factory has a really good ethic, or Dryden has a really good ethic, where they harness rainwater to use yeah. to wash the glass. And also the factory roof is covered in solar panels. Uh, so they produce their own electric to try and power the factory as well. So they've got a very green ethic about how they, they make the glass and how they make it as a sustainable product. I think that comes down to... Uh, is it Doctor or is it Professor Howard Dryden? I can't remember his title, but he's a, he is a, he's clearly he's a very uh, intelligent man and a scientist, a marine biologist, and he cares for the environment greatly. And I think when we were there, he was out on a didn't the he was in he was on a boat in the Pacific or the Atlantic yeah. cleaning. Yeah. Cleaning plastic out of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's. I remember what which ocean it was, but it was definitely. So we we we, um, we got shown on the factory by Mike. Yeah, Mike Coiser. Um, Mike Coiser, yeah. Who? Thanks for that, Mike. It was fantastic. Super. And um, <clears throat> Mike took us through the factory and the whole processes, which is very difficult to describe. But they do have a really good YouTube video on the actual process of how the glass is sorted, how the glass is machined. Um, how how it's sorry how it's cleaned as well, and the it's not just um, AFM as one of the products. It's actually these different grades of the product mm. of which it's sorted into, and it was really interesting because we went from the start of the factories and seeing the bottles being dumped uh, by the lorries to all the way to the end of the factory, which was like the packing part of the warehouse where it was being bagged, put in a pallet by a robot. Which was quite interesting. Yeah, all the, yeah. All the bags being put in a pallet by a robot, and then the forklift drivers putting them to one side, 
uh, awaiting for the orders, um, which I have to say, just to get this clear, um, the distribution of the products actually from Pollock Pools. Yeah, it's, it's Pollock Pools in this country. Yes. Um, and to, to be fair, Ian, I think the UK is one of the, out the European countries and indeed global countries, we are one of the smallest subscribers to AFM. The, some of the, the, the tons of product that we're leaving to go to other parts of the world was frightening to Dubai, Switzerland. Well, they've got, a, they've, I think they've got a plan over got in Switzerland. Switzerland yeah, yeah, so it was, but they've got, it's going all over the world. It's, it's, it's and a lot of countries um, on the continent use AFM as a standard, standard filter media, you know, because, mm -hmm. and that's, we've, we've neglected to say to the, the listeners that it is a, an actual proper filter media yes. that is a substitute to sand. And the process that they, that we watched is uh, to try and remove all the impurities, to wash it, to actually charge the glass as well. Um, yes. And it has to be green because only the green uh, glass can be charged, the, the brown glass can't be charged, um, and that's to repel biofilm. Uh, and it's, it's a fantastic, uh, it, it looks complex, but it's simple in its process, isn't it? Hmm. It is, it is, and one of the things that was quite nice at sort of the end of the factory, going into the warehouse, was uh, Mike sort of showed how the the company had changed ever so slightly to be a bit more COVID secure, mm -hmm. and build better stockpiles up. But the really interesting bit that we really want to talk the listeners to is towards the end they took us into the R and D department. Now, I would have loved to have filmed some of this or I would have loved to have taken photographs, but we couldn't, and we weren't allowed to take photographs. But uh, we actually got to meet Matthew Dryden, yeah, uh, the son of Howard Dryden, who uh, works in the R&D department. And the best way I can describe this to the listeners is he had what's known as a skiff set up, which um, he had, it was, I think it was five filters, if I remember rightly, or it might have been four, yeah, that were made... Um, in this setup and all the filters were actually clear now as part of the setup he was using uh, pi instruments and swan instruments and what he had on the systems were uh, particle sensors before and after the filter yeah and also turbidity meters mm. and the system was a normal pool system so to speak obviously not chlorinated um and it was injecting in silica and the silica was acting as the particle or the pollution level. So basically, he was deliberately making the water dirty prior to the filter, running the water through the filter, and then at the end, uh, testing what had come out. So he was looking at what had went in, what had come out, and the filtration rate. And in each of the different filters, he was able to put in different medias from rival products and rival companies. And his product and you could test his product against the other products mm. and it was it was fascinating it was indeed and when we talk about turbidity meters Ian, we're talking inline turbidity yes. meters here we're talking really really accurate mm. not no disrespect to the handheld and field uh, photometers that we use for turbidity testing but these these are real accurate units so you're getting fantastic information 
and detail. These are the same turbidity meters that they use in Germany, just mm. as a as, as just normal um, procedure. Uh, but it's very very rare in this country for us to to be testing the turbidity at that accuracy. Most places that test turbidity in this country tend to use laboratories, which is fine. Uh, the only thing there is that you're only getting a test maybe once a month if you're lucky. Um, and it, it's a massive indicator of how how good your filtration is. It's huge. And I think we should be this should be talked about a lot more uh, turbidity because it is it's a it's a fantastic indicator of how well your system is working. But yeah, the looking at the, the filters. Now these were small filters, obviously quite tall and thin, and they were all in the research research laboratory. And we could see it and we you know we were right there and it was all in front of us and we could actually witness everything that was going on it was it was it was a great experience a great learning curve and just you know just see actually just seeing a filter work you know because it was a glass filter not just the, the medium was glass but the actual filter itself the casing the, the 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 actual infrastructure was all glass so that you could see everything that was occurring in the process so that was being able to witness it it was fantastic and then obviously how they measure it all the variables was, was was a great learning curve as well. So the one thing I, I would like to say about this before we sort of move on to other things I want to talk about is that we looked at a, a rival product and just literally took a handful of a rival product, handful of uh, a Dryden product. And can I just add, we're not on commission because only Pollock Pools sell this stuff. Yeah. We don't sell it. Um, and we just basically put it out in the workbench and sorted through the product. And on the rival product, there was plastic, there was pieces of wood, uh, small shards of metal. It was an absolute disgrace what was inside the rival product um, as contaminant, what they would call contamination in the product. And then we took the same two products, so the, the Dryden product and the rival product, into a glass of beaker and then just poured water into it. And the the amount well so a lot of the right the contamination floats to the surface which yeah. is astounding um but not only that the quality of being able to put the water through this stuff and just seeing it just from a visual you could easily tell which product was going to give you a much better uh, water quality and that wasn't the requiring turbidity meters or particle sensors or anything like that that was just visually to the eye you could physically see the water was clearer uh, from the Dryden product, um, it was it was amazing to be fair, um, and it also let us into sort of see quite a lot of research on backwash rates, uh, being able to remove contamination as part of the backwash rate. So that was that was quite interesting as well. But um, it was a great visit, fantastic. If anyone was thinking about the product, I'd certainly contact them uh, to have a little look at it, possibly go on a tour. You know, I know if. Um, if you were to speak to Pollock Pools, you could probably speak to Jimmy Lamb. He would uh, be able to talk to you about the product as well. But um, yeah, I was pretty much astounded. And just one last thing, Dryden did a series of, I think it was eight or 10 modules. Learning oh no, I, I think training. it was 12. I'm sure it was, it was 12. 12. Yeah. Uh, which are still, um, I believe on their website and online. Yeah. Um, for you to watch on different subject matters, which are free, uh, just to enhance your your learning, your knowledge. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've 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 watched some of them. The 
and they're, they're not too sciencey. They do go through filtration rates. They go through, you know, um, lots of lots of operational stuff that you know that are quite complex at times. But they make them fairly simple, and their animations are really really good. And you know, anyone that works in the swim pool industry, really anything to do with water treatment, it would be of interest to them. Uh, yeah. So interestingly. Uh, I was doing a pool plant operators course for Edinburgh Leisure, and the guys from there had been to Dryden, and I think there was two groups of them. I think they they went on one Friday. I think we went the following Friday, and then they went their second group. They went the Friday after that, and uh, so they they knew that we'd been in, and so and uh, so they asked me about it, and they found it really interesting as well, and that was obviously the guys that work in swimming pools they were uh, it was a great insight and uh, very very useful so yeah we've got no affiliation to any any particular products uh, you know we're just kind of geeks to be honest and it just kind of satisfied our, our curiosity more than anything else but it was it was very interesting thanks to to jimmy for organizing me mike and uh, yeah, we you know I would recommend anyone to go in and give them a wee shout and have a wee look round. Just organise it with Mike and Jimmy, and uh, yeah, you you it's it's certainly worthwhile. So, Robin, <clears throat> I think we should uh, move on to our, our product launch, which officially launched yesterday. So, yeah. um, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll I think Robin for some years um, has also done microbiological testing up in Scotland at some pools face to face and we've often and we've we, me and himself have talked about this for many years about being able to do a postal service for this so be able to offer a service where people can collect their own packs they can take the samples themselves and we started to explore this because more and more of you out there will be using maybe things like hello fresh and gusto and various things where you're getting food packages delivered to your house which are chilled um, and we sort of began to look at this and uh, we had to do quite a bit of research quite a bit of uh, hunting out companies that could offer certain packages uh, certain products that would be able to satisfy our needs so we're pleased to say we've launched it we have indeed and we we have spent a lot of time on this we were very conscious that we want to comply with the PewTag guidance on sampling, um, how it should be taken, how long it should take to get to the lab. So there's been a lot of thought, uh, a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of liaising with laboratories, um, a lot of trials, uh, and yes, a labor of love, as they say. Yes. I, just to let, my existing customers know the the face to face that it's, oh, it's still I, happening. It's still happening, it's still happening before you before you you think that you're going to have to get a a box. We would all obviously face to face is a, a very very good way of doing this. It's, it allows someone to come in and collect the sample and do a chemical analysis. But that's not always feasible for for whatever reason, geographical reasons, uh, access to a company, people. People want to use certain companies for uh, bacteriological analysis. I know a lot of my clients wanted to, to use my company company 
in the past because they wanted access to certain support services and technical advice that I can offer in addition to the sampling. Uh, there, there is no Kingfisher anymore uh, who were uh, a swimming pool uh, based uh, bacteriological analysis company and there are not many swimming pool specific sampling companies out there Ian so no. you know if people uh, use us for the bacteriological sampling then it gives them an opportunity to use us for interpretation and we, we can provide support and advice which a lot of people um, like that's that's maybe why they would subscribe to us as well um, yeah and, and then our bacteriological sampling that I do at the moment it's obvious that I don't physically do it I've got guys out in the road that do it um, but it tends to be uh, in the central belt of Scotland because we're not able to go too far afield because of resources and stuff like this. And this gives people an opportunity to, to subscribe to us who may not have been able to face to face. And it also solves problems for people in far out reaches uh, or people that are not able to, you know, actually do the face to face as well. So I'm going put a lot of time and effort into a big guy, haven't we? Yes, no, we have. And can I just say a couple of things, Real? I just want to say uh, thanks to Martin from Searles Leisure Resort, who we've visited a few times, because he, he sort of was the major player in our little trial to see if this would work, finding out when it was dispatched from his site, when it was picked up by the lab, you know, when um, uh, it was it within the time limit that we needed to be able to meet. So thanks to Martin, definitely, for this. But let me explain to the, the customers or to the listeners out there, uh, technically, what's in the box? So the box itself is an insulated freezer box. So it's an, an insulated freezer box. So what we get in the box is you get um, a written instruction on how to undertake this. You get the, the bottle, the sealed bottle. You get a couple of little um, bubble wrap insulation packs as part of it. So you can cause separation. And you also get the freezer pack. And that's what would be delivered to you on site. And then as part of that process, the um, the delivery of the packages to you and the collection of the packages going back to the lab is all included in the price, which is a, a good step. Also, Slate, we, we put in a wee bit of added value yesterday. Um, I forgot to tell you this big guy. We're, we're also adding in a traffic light system, um, a one-sheet uh, traffic light system, which basically highlights the PUTI guidance in terms of... Um, the chemical analysis levels and the bacteriological analysis levels in it. So that's a nice wee added value that we're going to put in as well to help with interpretation and, and action that's required. So we're trying our best to, to give you some quality. Yes. Um, absolutely. And we've got, we've got a support network behind us. We have Laura who works in the office, um, but we also have an admin support. Uh, a person in, the, in, in Mary who will probably be leading and be the main point of contact for this. So we've actually got we've got a few people in place that are going to be supporting this now, process. As part of the added value, we realised we realised that um, for for a lot of you guys, although you've seen it happen, um, the microbiological sample being taken, you've never actually done it yourselves. So. As part of the, the value of this, we have, and some of you may well have seen this now, we've created an, what we call an instructional video. Um, starring 
starting yours truly <laughs> um who i um it's a four and a half minute video that basically takes you through step-by-step -step guides with written instructions on the screen on how to take the sample how to prep the sample beforehand how to prep the ice packs package up the box and do everything step by step from a to b it's not just actually taking the water out of the pool it's the whole thing from opening the box to closing the box to sending it off and um yeah so that's um that's something that's um and that that's just part of it. it's it's sat on youtube there's links to it and you can watch that obviously watch and pause watch and pause i'm sure after a short while you get pretty used to taking these samples especially if you're a pool that's uh, maybe got a main pool teaching pool spar uh yeah absolutely the video is uh it's actually a useful video for um anyone that you know even if you've got face-to-face -face companies that come in this video will actually tell you how it should be taken so you can actually double check that your company are actually delivering on what they should be um starring mr ogilvy a big big stevie spielberg's been on the phone big guy honestly he says he's linked for you to star in his next film. You I know? thought he was going to say stay away from the, Hollywood. The, the creature from beneath it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, big, big thanks to the Isle of Man, uh, uh, National Pool at the Isle of Man, because that's where we we, 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 we shot the, the film in. Um, so it's been produced. We've obviously got instructions again in in the box when you receive it. You could probably do this following the instructions, but a lot of people are visual learners these days so we we like to put a wee bit added value in and there's a wee video four minutes long just over that will explain in full detail the whole journey that you need to you need to follow to to, to, to actually complete this process and it's simple and straightforward and yeah the feedback so far has been excellent um from martin is extremely happy uh and yeah so you know onwards and upwards as they say if anyone is looking to inquire about this uh initially we want you to go to www.poolandspaawards.com fill out the the contact details inquiry details there uh or contact even just send myself and ian a wee a wee message or you can contact Laura or Mary and that'll that'll get the ball rolling. Yeah, even um, if it's just an inquiry. All the details are on the website, mate, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So what else have we been working on? We've uh we've been yeah, well we've been working on other dodgy videos, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, now now there. that's uh that's not too scary, don't worry, Ian's not getting naked. Um thank God. So it's uh yeah yeah thank obviously the listeners and the subscribers will be thankful about that but yeah that particular instructional video that we've created for the bacteriological sampling is a taster we are in the process of creating quite a few of them yeah a whole suite i'd probably say a suite a whole, of videos a whole suite of videos and we've done a lot of work on this it's been a labour of love. I've, uh, there's been a lot of equipment bought, thousands of pounds worth of equipment, because I got carried away, yeah, just when I was ordering lighting and 
cameras and all that sort of carry on. And uh, you got that bad, listeners. He he ordered a director's chair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I deserve it. I deserve a seat after all that. <laughs> With his name the, on the back. The learning. The learning that I've had to endure. No, it's been it's been a long old process, and I've been, I've torn my hair out so many times of trying to make adjustments, right. knit things together, and. Hang on a minute, wait a minute. If you've torn your hair out, how am I the one with no hair and how have you still got hair? Listen, mate, you're going for the Bruce Willis look, aren't you, for starring in these videos? Uh, the good thing is, because I do a lot of shooting, you're in the videos. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, we've used a few companies. We've got Broadwater to thank for quite a bit of the footage and uh, other facilities. So we'll, but we're going to, we're referencing, we're, we're getting good at this. We're, getting, we're managing to put wee logos in the videos and stuff like that. But we are in the process of creating a suite. Once we've got uh, more videos, we will be posting them and there will be an opportunity to, for people to access them. How that, how they do that, when they can do that is yet to be confirmed. Yeah. But you will get a real opportunity. And it's going to be fantastic for people's learning and to allow people to follow best practice because that's all we're trying to do is promote best practice and give people a visual opportunity to see how to complete procedures and tasks it's a long old process and believe me it's not easy but we will be getting there and hopefully it will provide something for the industry that there isn't isn't really there in one particular package uh, and it will give them a wee bit added value and it'll give them something to help them improve their standards. Robin, I'm, I'm going to let the, the cat out of the bag a little bit here. Okay. With our with our big, big, big announcement without saying too much. So listeners, I've got I've got some some bad news and some good news. So it depends how you see this, but the bad news is unfortunately the dynamic duel, Mitchell and Ogilvy, uh is 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 in a way not going to be a, a dynamic deal anymore good we're done we're done we've yeah. sacked it um you know as much as i've liked to be in the lead role lead role in this all this time and i've got a, a sidekick uh i'm his batman to his robin um I've, I've had enough of the sidekick he's getting kicked to the touch what can get i say, up you, as you say get up you um <laughs> what can i say but and uh, but and the reason why the dynamic duo is going to not be a duo anymore is because it's going to become a trio. The dynamic trio. Yes, which doesn't really have a ring to it, does it? We're going to have no. to think of something else. Tr um, tr the trouble trio. So hopefully, and this is our big, big announcement in a few weeks, it's all going to be revealed that the, the duo is become a, becoming a trio, but who that trio is, we cannot say at this time. Um, but it's going to become a trio, um, which... We're going to bring in much more expertise to sort of complement us in different areas. Um, it's going to be, it's 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 going to be um, exciting times, very exciting times. Massive, massive for the industry. It's going to be huge. This is massive announcement, and uh, brand new company involved, big guy, isn't there? Yes, yes, um, brand new company involved as well. Uh, it's um. It's 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 been it's been very busy times trying to get this off the ground, and we're just so close to the finishing line at this point. So um, it's it's hopefully going to happen soon. 
Absolutely. So the instructional videos will be a a big a big part of that. Uh, so there's going to be lots of intellectual property available for people. And when goes part of saying intellectual. Well, well, maybe the third third the third guy in the team was a bit more intellectual. He, he's going to polish us. Is that right? He, he speaks better than me. Anyway, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So with with our with our extensive uh, experience and resources that we'll have at hand, uh, we're very, very excited about the prospect of this new company getting up and running. Yeah, so, yeah, limited company. We're expanding the team. The team's gone from me and Ian to, well, me, Ian and Laura. We also have wee Scotty, who's been working for me for a while. Uh, Mary's now involved, and we will have another key, key, appointment which is going to make yeah make 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 take us into the stratosphere isn't it big guy hopefully <laughs> hopefully yeah and talking about stratospheres what tomorrow oh yes we're going global this yes we're going global the oh. last well, it's probably the last major thing the dynamic do is going to do to be honest that's right <laughs> we've just we've finally made going global so tomorrow, Thursday, um, we are speaking at the World Chlorine Council um, seminar, uh, which is online, which is free to join. I know we've put some few posts out about this, and we're talking about the impact of um, COVID on chlorine in the UK. And I'm part of a panel at the end, I believe. Yeah. Can you believe, I don't think you were on at the time, but she described me and you as the european representatives how in the hell did we manage to secure that spot as couple of numpties are the european representatives on the world chlorine council seminar on thursday yeah they, they, they do their due diligence on us you know <laughs> that's pretty pretty good accolade isn't it chief pretty no, good no, definitely definitely um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it to be fair um it's you know i think what we've prepared to talk about and although it's um everyone's only got a short sort of 20 minute slot which is great and all formed together a panel at the end of it i think what we're talking about is is really interesting and um about so how the uk has come out of covid this year um how the how the how centers have been affected um i don't want to give too much away because i think tune in watch it i think believe it's been recorded anyway as well yeah, I mean it's it's half past two in the afternoon because it, <coughs> it's geared towards uh, American the Americans and it's really half nine start for them in America. So it's half half two. Uh, all I can say, all I can say, Robin, is thank God it wasn't Australia hosting it because it'd be God knows know, what time nice for me. Yeah, there. absolutely. And uh, yeah, there's going to be four main presentations involved. There's some real gurus, some real scientists that are that are presenting, but it's 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 not going to be too sciencey. Uh, it should be hopefully fairly simple, and a lot of it will be in layman's terms. But it'll be very very interesting to see how other countries are dealing with um, incidents, how chemicals are are handled. How they manage things so yeah we, we we're putting in our wee tuppence worth as well so hopefully that's of interest to the rest of the world so we're we're delighted to secure that i think 
well, I don't see a thing. I know that uh, our representation on PewTag was a big factor in this, so we have to thank the Pool Water Treatment Advisory Group for giving us our, giving us this opportunity. And hopefully we do them proud, as they say. Yes, hopefully we do. Hopefully we do. Well, listen, Robin, I think that's about all for us this week, isn't it? Because we've got more hopefully coming soon. We'll try and get another one of these podcasts in soon. Absolutely. So, yeah, tune in next week, hopefully. And uh, we'll be able to talk about how we got on in the World Chlorine Council. And, fingers crossed, we can fill you in about our huge, huge development and announcement of our new company. Perfect. Okay, I'll see you later, listeners. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Robin. Brilliant.